0: You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Mike Nichols' Wolf.
1: You, no trouble. Me, Fifth Element.
0: Streaming. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a bear. yes. I
2: was wondering what would be first. Your spirit, all your money You get nothing, you lose, good day sir God is dead, hey, Satan God. lives, the air is won Fill your hand you son of a bitch
0: The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion What do you mean? Biblical what do you mean is this Old Testament, Mr. Yes. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness. Earthquakes, volcanoes. The sea rising from the grave. Humans sacrifice. Dogs and cats
2: living together. That's hysteria. <laughs> just like read a word or say a word in conversation it wolf. just sounds like the word but when you actually like stop and listen to the word yeah it sounds stupid wolf sounds stupid. <laughs> it really does wolf
1: wolf now let's just keep saying that word over and over again
0: wolf wolf,
2: wolf. you go and i'll go he'll go. go
0: wolf wolf
2: wolf 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 Wolf. I'm getting it. Oh, oh <laughs> no. We're all mixed up. Oh, <laughs> guys, Look at this. Mean, <nowhere> on, my dog will start come barking. On. Let's see if we can get a surround sound thing going. <laughs> okay. Do it. Wolf. 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 Wolf.
1: Well, I don't know what I'm
2: saying anymore, man. It, I know it doesn't make sense. Like, the word suddenly is like, woof, this woof, is woof, not woof, woof. a real word. You're
0: listening to the Wolfcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're just making
0: a
1: sound. It's not a word anymore. This has got to be the weirdest way we've ever started a show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Wolf. Sorry. To you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Elkins with me here tonight, Mr. Jimmy Benson. Hey, and hey, Mr.
0: Jared Gallen. how you wolfing, Brian?
1: I am wolfing, howling. Come on, let's howling. Go, yeah, let's we also have, have Boomer in room. Oh, that's right. Our resident. He, he doesn't, doesn't bark, so yeah, he is pretty quiet.
2: Yeah, he was in wolf.
1: <laughs> he should have been in wolf instead Bunch of, of those Grims. Damn puppet wolves.
2: Okay, are We're we there? The are we going to talk about no? Yeah,
1: come on. Come on, let's
0: talk about the worst effect
1: <clears throat> in the movie. It is okay.
0: It, bad. It, it, okay, no, it's not the worst effect in the movie. The fucking worst effect in the movie is when he pulls that stuffed animal up and like, and it's like, and he's like biting it. <laughs> that's insane. No, but at least that's in slow motion.
1: I mean, it, it worked better for <laughs> There's me. There's like no
0: weight to it. It's just like it's like a stuffed pillow with <laughs> legs. <Man>. You know, <laughs> man, I'll take it.
1: I'll take that over. Okay. The, oh man, now, so
0: this, <laughs> The point. Okay, look, it's I get okay. it. I get it. I get it that it looks like, you know, a Muppet, but that's not the point because it's not really a wolf. It's another person that became a wolf. Okay. So it's not like, you know, there, there's, there, there's, it, it he's trying to say that there's, there's meaning behind the eyes because it's not just like an animal standing there. He's, he's, he's like, it's a Muppet. <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's
1: what i'm saying not, yeah, it, it would have been better if, if it was a real fucking dog like wolves exist
0: and you know, but, they, but they couldn't get the eyes they had to match the eyes because they have the eyes throughout the movie oh and then gosh. that's what lets you know and then they hold on it at the end uh-huh. all along and you're like holy shit these people turn into my fucking wolves look,
2: look, man, they used a still shot of jack nicholson's all right, face stop right there wolves you hear the l and the v wolves but when we say wolf, wolf... It, there's no L!
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like you're d- barking like a dog. Wolf.
2: Wolf.
1: Wolf. Mm. Wolf. That, that's what makes it bad, is because there's all the real wolves beside the fake wolf. And it makes the fake wolf look super fake in the beginning.
0: It looks like you're going through an old Disney-like, you know, boat ride with all the little <laughs> animatronics on on the riverbank. I it's get bad. it.
1: It's bad. To be fair, though, Rick Baker did not do that. That was those... Uh, the, the company of the company, the
0: ADI oh, wow, we're guys. Oh, doing this movie. It's so st- fucking terrible. <laughs> this movie is goofy as fuck, well, but look, it's
1: still great. I, I, I gotta get that out of the way, because outside of that, I, I really do like this movie. I do too, I'm kidding. I love this movie. And what Michael Nichols does with the, the werewolf genre, I super dig this.
0: He does the Mike Nichols thing with the werewolf genre. His whole thing is yeah. like relationship-like. this This dude makes some of the best relationship movies I have ever seen, and he does that with werewolves this time. Yeah, It's, it's you know, I actually, I was listening to a thing about this and, and the guys were like complaining about how this, you know, like, it's, it's, it's all good. You know, they're just leaning too hard on the, on the, on the romance side. That's the point. That's what Mike Nichols does.
1: I didn't think this leaned hard on romance. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> fucking Michelle Pfeiffer doesn't even
1: show up for the, uh, she's got one scene and then like she's not in the movie again for the first fucking 45 minutes of the film. Like that's not leaning hard on romance to me.
0: It's <laughs> it's 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 the decline of his of his world and then creating something new. Like, you know, get, getting a second wind in life and
2: I mean, and, I can see like if somebody said, "Uh, it's too much of playing on the midlife crisis metaphor." And Yeah, no, that Getting your spunk back. Uh, yeah, I could see that, but you know, I'm not I don't think it leans too hard on romance. I think people just want more.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's there. But I mean, you know, you, you kind of need that with the the beauty and the beast if you're going to have a good werewolf You know. Yeah. And you're gonna create sympathy for when the werewolf dies, I think you kinda need that. I mean even American Werewolf in London.
2: Right. To me that's what kinda makes this movie so interesting (laughs) is that you do have this real world story with these real people doing real things and then this guy gets turned into a werewolf and it helps him.
0: He actually likes it in a way.
2: It's kind of a werewolf, but this
1: this really fucks with the werewolf mythology.
0: Well, because they're they're evolving into an actual wolf. It's, yep. kind of, it's kind of like, you know, it's I a metamorphosis. I did not like
2: that the first time I saw it, but then after I grew up, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm... Yeah, they're,
1: they're, he's, he's taking the metaphor and, and kind of running with it until he gets to like the, I don't know, the midsection of the movie. And then it, it he they do kind of make it into a werewolf film, kind of. But oh, they still but don't but go like, full you know, we're, werewolf.
0: In, in the end that, you know, he falls asleep and then wakes up and doesn't realize that he's gone out and, and murdered people or, you know, ripped people's fingers off or you know, fuck with people. I love all that. No, that's all great. That's all standard tropey it's werewolf when stuff. When I was though. a
2: kid, I-, I hated that he eventually became a wolf and never turned back. Like,
0: we don't know if they can come back and forth. Once they go. No, they, they
1: they say in the movie, like, you're, you're going to become a wolf. The, yeah. the old Native American.
2: Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's a, a, he's like a tribal my, guy. My people
0: would say you're becoming a wolf.
2: <laughs> he doesn't, like, he doesn't say hey buddy, you're That's a, racist even for you to say, okay? <laughs> you're going to, you know, change into a wolf during the full moon or whatever. It's like, you're becoming a wolf. You're going to live and poop out in the woods.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what he says. By the next full moon, you will
0: become a full wolf. And why does she want to do that at the end? She's like, fuck it! I want to go be a wolf too.
1: Well, I never understood why Michelle Pfeiffer turns into a wolf at the end because she's not bitten. Well, he obviously she asked to be bitten.
2: Remember the guy? The old guy says either you're bitten by a wolf or you have you share the passion with the wolf. Yeah, but it just seems weird she that she like, shared his passion.
0: So once when, when she fucked him,
2: there was she, some passion. She, yeah. Is she? Oh, is it sexually I didn't think about that. Disease? Yeah.
1: Okay. I didn't think about that either. Too. Yeah. You're right. Because the uh, saliva, and so the like, bite.
0: Yeah. You're right. If you fuck a wolf, you're gonna become one. She should have used a condom. Right.
2: Yeah. Now, can we go to? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to spoilers yet?
0: Oh yeah. I we're, think we've already blew.
2: Yeah. becomes a wolf. <laughs> um, so how how how
1: old were you when when you first saw <clears throat> this? Uh, I was uh, I saw this in theaters, so uh, it came out uh Father's Day weekend and I me and my old man went to go see this in theaters.
0: I was ten when this came out and did not see it at theaters. I saw it on TV.
2: Did either one of y'all catch on to the his buddies gonna his turning into a werewolf too? Oh totally. He did oh, yeah. it. He even says it. They even bring it up. This is yeah. the one like out of all the usual I like, catch the twists coming, like until they revealed it in the movie, I was like I was totally shocked. I was oh, like, oh really? Oh man, I forgot he bit him. Of course, I was a kid. But oh
1: no, there's that one scene when they. Uh, when did he bite him? It's at the very beginning when he goes over to. Uh, he smells his wife's clothes and he he smells. Um,
2: his he, buddy he on he reaches up and touches his on, shoulder. On clothes and he turns it. Oh, bites. I remember that.
0: Now. It's at the very okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that
2: there's enough space in between. Yeah, you completely that, forget about it. Yeah, I completely forgot he bit him, and then. You know, when it comes back around and it starts revealing that, oh, this guy's doing it too. I was like, oh, I was totally shocked as a kid. I thought they pulled that off well. Yeah, it's
0: great.
1: Although I do think they mess up some of the the bandage placement. Because I think there's moments in the movie where James Spader's character should have the bandage on his hand. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. Because during like uh, during that scene where uh, Jack Nicholson pisses on James Spader's ha- well, uh, shoe,
2: man, well, oh, I mean, let's just throw the whole movie out. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like <laughs> that, it's a continuity. That here. scene
0: where he pisses on his shoe. I'm not
2: saying we should throw the movie out, but
0: has the best ad lib ever in that scene. Are oh, you talking about the asparagus? He moment? goes. He looks at me. Goes asparagus.
1: <laughs> and turns <What>? around. <laughs> Why he pisses on his shoes? He goes. He goes suede shoes.
0: He goes asparagus. <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> so great. <laughs> you
1: know the pea is extra smelly. <laughs> uh, I, ate, I ate two
0: pieces of asparagus last week, and then later it happened. It doesn't matter. You can eat one piece every time.
2: That's all it takes. I used to know who who figured out, and it's it's somebody. It's like somebody in our government was the first person to like figure out why an asparagus makes your pee stink. Ah, man. man, that's a good use of taxpayer dollars, this right Bill there. Clinton.
0: He's like. no it wasn't
2: taxpayers
0: (laughs) why does this make my piss smell
2: (laughs) man it was somebody like thomas jefferson or somebody that they got curious and turns out it was some sort of acid buddy dave he's like walking random facts dictionary he told us that one day cool dude lives on a sailboat now did he become a wolf
1: Man, he sounds like the writer for this movie. He's like, I live in the
2: wild. No, ocean. No, bro, that's that's the wild. That's, that's the a final sequel. frontier, It's called man.
0: Fish. <laughs> sounds like an H.P. Lovecraft movie. He's like, I'm out here
1: it into a fish.
0: Mr. Limpet, have you seen that? Yes. Don Knotts becomes a fish. Yeah, there you go. Precursor to Roger Rabbit. And kills uh, submarines and shit. Does he? I think, I think he like doesn't he like send his like, wah, wah, like his no, his noise through the water and they can like bounce it off and then find out where the submarines I mean, are? I haven't seen
1: that since I was a kid, man. <laughs> what are you going to start like asking me, like, hey, do you remember the ghost of Mr. Chicken? <laughs> no, bro, I would see that in like 20 years. <laughs> no, what? I should probably watch that though with the kids. The ghost of Mr. Chicken. The incredible Mr. Lipit. Yep. Mm. All right, what are, what are
2: we talking about here? We're talking about Wolf. Wolf.
1: Guys, $70 million budget. Seventy? That's all a big, big budget.
2: Well, it's got Jack Nicholson, Michelle
1: Pfeiffer. Seventy million dollars. Seventy million dollars. What was the Jingo. Jurassic
0: Park budget? It was like 50. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> this had more than Jurassic Park? Yeah. That's heard, wait, insane. It was, was Jurassic,
1: no, Jurassic Park was 65, right? Because that was the joke. 65 years, uh, million years in the making. But And it still, cost $65 million. Okay, it's,
0: it's, this, this is on par with, with Jurassic Park in the same era.
1: Yeah, a year later, in fact.
0: Although, to be fair... In between Jurassic Park and Toy Story.
1: Steven Spielberg knows how to work with big budgets and special effects, and Mike Nichols never made a special effects... No.
0: He's making a rom-com in this.
1: Well, yeah. Well, he even said he had a hard time with the action scenes in this movie. I thought he did a great job with them. $63 million. $63 million. Wow. Uh, Holy shit, man. Jack Nicholson gets paid.
0: Yeah, he does. But, yeah, the, the action stuff, they do like these, like strange insert jump cuts with different makeup they do like uh zooms well they're they're trying to hide the. Stunt i know in i, I know yeah 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 you know uh but the um chasing the deer through the woods those shots are cool as fuck and they, they're super stylized that's on a stand yeah. stage
1: yeah that stuff uh, yeah
0: it looks so good that
1: stuff is on a sound stage but
0: you can totally tell that it's a, a stunt double in the shot where he's like running right at the camera with uh, chasing the deer but yeah. the shots are so cool man like he's like whoo, like floating through the air all vampire style 80s vampire style
1: yeah i have a tough time with the day for night in the chasing the deer but it, i don't know man i think the music actually makes the photography better oh it totally does cuz it does make it feel like this weird dream yeah as opposed to being like this really exciting like i'm hunting a deer moment And with the slow-mo footage it's cut, it's got a very clean quality feel to it.
0: The movie, especially the special effects, feel very TV movie to me. And it it feels low budget.
1: No, this doesn't feel... Special effects. The the special effects feel good, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, the wolf looks terrible, I'll give you that. But that's the only thing I really hate. I'm pretty cool with everything else. I even like the jumps.
0: Some of them are silly looking, like the one in the zoo. Oh, where he just like jumps up to the top of the wall.
1: Yeah, and David. Cops are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> David's swimmer over there. From you see Friends. that? <laughs> hey,
0: what's going on? Uh, yeah, that was. Was that he was about cool. to eat that monkey? I don't know what he was doing.
1: Was he just going to like hang out with animals? He's like, "I'm a wolf. I'm gonna go be with my animal <laughs> brethren, or go mate." Oh wow, that's dark.
0: Oh man, <laughs> uh, fuck this monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfed out.
2: Yeah, I didn't mind the special effects at all. I really
1: like the stuff when they're fighting and like uh, they're biting each other. When the oh, there James was Spader there and... were, there were
0: some cool cuts in there.
1: Oh, dude, there's some <laughs> some of the like the, their mouths when they open up. What with I the mean, teeth what I mean, I thought the way that... they
2: like cut it together was very vicious looking. Sometimes no, that's yeah. great.
0: What I was talking about with things that jump out to me that feel TV is like when they cut to the to the brick wall with the shadow, the hard shadow on it, and you know what I mean, like because they're having to cover the makeup. I, I get it.
2: Well, they're also paying homage to the what brick wall? What are you talking about?
0: There's a scene where a fight goes down. Uh, oh, it's it's the scene where the uh, where the uh, guys go down into the Home Alone tunnel. You know where he's running away from?
1: Yeah, in Central Park.
0: <laughs> yeah, in Central Park. Uh, they go down into there, and and they're like, "You got some money?" And he's like, "Well, I've got a thousand dollars on me. How much do each of you want? I love like that one, five dollars." <laughs> <$5? laughs> Yeah, and then they, uh, so then they all start fighting, and then and then it cuts away, and it shows uh, a brick wall with uh, um, the shadows. shadows. Yeah, yeah. I said that's very that's a very TV thing. Cut away to
2: you know. It's also a very '30s monster movie thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that, yeah that's what, what they're I mean, paying homage to. Yeah,
1: it's a shadow on a wall, bro. Like that's cool. What's <laughs> what's wrong with that, man? I mean, it's Mike Nichols, dude. He's not gonna throw a whole bunch of blood in it. I mean, he's
2: you know. It's not Wes Craven.
1: Yeah, Mike Nichols is not known for throwing gore on the screen. Ever.
2: He's, He's got a that, finger. Man. Hmm? He got a finger.
0: That was cool, and it wasn't just one finger. It was like two fingers together with a little bit of meat hanging at the bottom. That was great, man. <laughs> with with a rings. Ring? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ring on it. Uh, dude, his, his reaction to that is, is great. You know. Speaking
2: of his reaction, I thought Jack did a great... Coming off of like playing Joker, he could have very well hammed this up and been very like... Big Jack Nicholson, but he plays this very reserved, like every man. Kind of at first, he's a little. You know, he's
1: shockingly reserved, actually. In the yeah, movie. he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't go into any of the like crazy Jack Nicholson isms that we're used to uh, until later in the film. He has
0: a couple of rants where he kind of goes off. um
1: Dude, even that rant he goes in the party where he's being the that Debbie was just Downer. Where he's like, "Yes, art." <laughs> the world, it's over. All we got is pop culture, guys. We're doomed. Husbands cut off penises. What the fuck? It's just like everyone's like, uh, okay, you took this too far. All right, thank you, Mister M- New Yorker. We're out. Uh, but yeah, I still didn't think he was like. I mean, it's, in it's, the scenery. Yeah, it's nothing like what he does in The
2: Shining. Oh, no, no, not at no. all. You know, nothing like that. He is. He is very. I thought he played it very reserved and, you know, <clears throat> certain parts, but. For the most part, yeah, he once again just slips right into a character and becomes that character. You know, he had a lot of fun doing the wolf, though.
0: Oh, no doubt, man.
2: Oh, uh, I bet that scene, <laughs> I love that, because you were talking about the park scene where he's like, i got a thousand dollars in my pocket. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: How yeah. much did you boys want? <laughs> One, <laughs> two, five dollars? That's so great, Come man. and get it.
1: <laughs> Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, he, he's got a lot of good moments. In the movie, Jack Nicholson and James Spader. I like that they, you know, like they do a lot of things with the smells, where they're smelling other characters, they're yeah. smelling clothes all the time. Both him and Spader. Spader's really creepy. He's so creepy.
2: And I love how, like, throughout the movie, like at first, as he's starting to like change, like he doesn't notice these strange things. Like he's reading the manuscript, and she's like, "Where's your glasses?" And he's like, oh, "Wait." Then he goes out, and he can hear everything. That's like gradually coming on. You
1: know, you bring that up. I, I was reading a, uh, a Den of Geek article, and uh, they actually said that this movie wasn't a horror film. It wasn't a comedy. Everybody mislabeled it. It was actually a superhero origin story for middle-aged men. <laughs> and I thought that was ridiculous, and then I started reading the article, and they started pointing to that scene, and they're like, well, this is Spider-Man getting his powers. And it's like, you know? And then you start thinking about like how they treat the werewolf in this movie – Like, becoming a wolf is actually pretty badass. Like, you get to keep, um, I mean, the werewolves can talk in this movie. Yeah. You know, Uh, they get to make decisions. They're not, like, just mindless killing, I'm at my base instinct. I mean, I I guess they are, but
2: there's still something there.
0: You know, it it feels like at the beginning they are, because it's like, whoa, but then they start to learn to control it a little bit.
2: Well, they become, like, they, they go through this whole metamorphosis, he goes through this metamorphosis of kind of quiet working guy to suave bad dude but then you gotta be a wolf <laughs>
0: <laughs> really cool black wolf though yeah you man realize.
1: you, you could run around the woods come on that's gonna be awesome right Get to eat deer in yeah. the snow you know he's a wolf he's, he's, he's got all that hair you saw that new hair yet he's gonna See, huddle he's, up
0: with her and, and always just wolf-y. imagine
2: like he's like in the woods going i miss editing yeah.
0: <laughs> Miss Scotch
2: that is deep peeing, standing up,
1: well, you can still do that, you know you just got to lift the leg, make sure you don't
0: get it on your fur, so I was just thinking about like you know how his wife cheats on him, so is that technically her fault because she was under the the wiles of another werewolf
2: no i that was happening before yeah. he bit him. Because at the
1: the party when he gets fired, she's really pissed. And she even brings it up uh, multiple times, like, how mad she is. And she's like, why, if he knew that, why wouldn't he tell you? Why didn't I know? And Jack Nicholson's like, why would you know? Like, what, you know. And And he
2: smells her clothes, goes over to his house. When dude tries to stop him, that's when he bites him. So it was already happening.
1: It was a, yeah, I guess it was a previous thing. And she even admits, like... And I love that scene when he they have that confrontation in, in the hotel, you know that that that's that's probably the most Mike Nichols moment in the entire movie, you know just the way it's shot, the way it's staged, and just the entire existence of that scene, you know you never give that character a redeeming a redeeming moment and and give her sympathy, you know it's like you did something bad to our main character, you cheated, you're a piece of shit. That's how we treat people in cinema, you know, and characters in cinema and. That's not how she's treated in that scene. She's asking for forgiveness. She says she fucks up. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. He's, he's wolf by that point. <laughs> and she even admits, like, you know, I, like, I've been doing this for a while. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, she she comes clean right when he asks. Yeah. I mean, he kind of busts her red-handed. but <laughs> He does. I'm not saying
1: she's not guilty, but, you know, I don't know. I, you do feel sorry for her when she walks out of there.
2: Yeah, I thought all the character motivations and all of it was great. Symbolism, yeah. all of it. Yeah, Mike Nichols does it. He's a damn good fucking. He's an excellent
0: director. He's, he he's an excellent. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, but uh, yeah, he he can build. He <clears throat> he does the relationship thing really well. He builds uh, excellent scenes with people. <laughs> Man, some of the best dialogue and intense like things that I've ever seen.
1: He meets uh that was that movie uh with Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson and. Uh, he did a heartburn. Jack Nicholson play is just the biggest fucking asshole ever in that movie. He's just like just the worst like piece of shit cheating on Meryl Streep the entire film coming home and like smiling at the kids. And you're just like,
2: oh, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. you you're fucking two-faced motherfucker.
1: Oh, you just you fucking hate him so much. But he, he he's still good, though. Like when you see him with the kids and everything, you still like that character. And you're just like, God. Fuck, he's a good actor, man. He's a great actor. A lot of actors would not be able to, to make to make you feel sympathy for that character. Just Jack be like, I hate you Jack does a good
2: job. I mean, despite being the icon that he is, he does a really good job of giving his characters humanity
1: and taking on like non showy pieces. Yeah, because I've never seen him. I don't think I've ever seen him in the in the action hero movie role. You know, I mean, he always plays masculine characters, but. Yeah. He's never done, like, the the Clint Eastwood thing. Yeah. Or the Charles Bronson. Yeah, he never pulled
0: that. He's always picking up the younger chicks in these movies.
1: (laughs) Well, I do like it that his wife, though, uh, at the beginning of the movie, is more his age. It's more age appropriate. And then when he gets bit by a wolf, he's like, well, I'm going to go get the young Michelle (laughs) (laughs) Pfeiffer. Mike Nichols is like, yes, this is every man's dream. When you? Michelle she, she, Pfeiffer. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Fucking Michelle Pfeiffer. Like what? Catwoman. She, she wasn't even fucking forty yet, man. Damn. She, she looked hot. dangerous too. Mm. Dude, she does. She's got. There's something with her
0: cheekbones. Her cheek. Yeah. She. The, her weird alien angled face. Oh man. Oh, man. Yeah. It's she's gorgeous. Like, she's like oddly hot. Oh just, yeah. Really. Right. But but the whole time, if I was like dating her, I'd be looking at her, going, "You're you're like you're, you're conniving something. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it." <laughs> What do you got planned in the bedroom tonight? (laughs) Please tell me it's the cat woman. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta use the soft whip, though.
1: Safe word is bananas. She'd bust out those handcuffs. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Man, she is, yeah. Great actress. Extremely, I don't know, just her face is different. Yeah, (laughs) it's, It's pleasing and interesting to look at.
0: Right. We have a break here, guys? I think so. All right.
1: Well, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for Wolf. We'll be back.
2: A wolf bit me. I don't think so, Will. You weren't there, Ralph. Not all who are bitten change. There must be something wild within. I've <laughs> been sleeping all day. How do you feel? independence day
0: i never thought i'd meet a good man who looked at me
2: the way you do you don't know i'm a good man Are you crazy
0: no i'm just marking my territory you got five new murders What is there about a full moon?
2: There. Well, you seem pretty helpless now. Yes. Power without guilt. Love without doubt. It feels good to be. Don't look so scared.
0: I like that trailer. That was a really good trailer. That was a trailer for Wolf. The animal is out.
2: You know, I would forgot about, like, in the movie they talk about the murders and the first time i was like he hasn't killed anybody and then back to the surprise who's <laughs>
1: the other dude oh yeah that's that's the moment when yeah i realized that uh yeah james spader like because they build that the whole subplot is like you know did he kill his wife right and then like the next scene he's like at the publisher's house and he's like uh, so, uh, if this guy is convicted for, uh, murder, I'm gonna get his job, right? <laughs> so that's cool, right? And Christopher Palmer's like, God, man, you... <sighs> come on. You, you you have no respect for anything. It's nothing sacred to you, goddammit. Nothing. I didn't think the, uh, the, ju- the jumps were cool. Those were not done with wires, either. Those were actually done with, like, these little lifts. That, these hydraulic lifts that the stuntmen, like, ran up on, and it would throw actually them. actually them flying through the air? Yeah, it would throw them up in the that's air. That's cool. Yeah, right? So they didn't have to uh, do any uh, CGI. You know, there wasn't a lot of CGI in the movie, but the the werewolf transformation when James Spader's gets killed and his hand goes normal, I saw that there was a little CGI morphine going yeah, on Yeah, and
0: there. you can see the uh, the matte line at his sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. But I,
1: I like the, the practical effects of Rick, Rick, ba- Rick, uh, Rick Baker did here.
2: <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, I love, like, the classic feel of it. Yeah. I thought that's what they were going for.
1: I you know what you're you're right the movie does have kind of a like even the the way it's shot has a nice 70s feel to it. You
2: know like the 70s way it, with an homage to wolfman yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it it does have a little bit of that uh yeah it's like modern gothic.
2: Like of, of all the reboots they were doing around that time of like Dracula, Frankenstein, this one felt most like the original material. Oh my gosh! Were
1: those all done? Those were all done by Sony, weren't they? Those are all Columbia Pictures. Bram Stoker's Dracula, and then what was it? Uh, who, who was uh, who was in that Frankenstein movie? De Niro. Oh yeah, that's right. It was De Niro and Kenneth Branagh. Oh my God! This is all coming back to me now. I completely forgot that movie yeah, existed.
2: Apparently, it was like a plan. They were going to try to revitalize all the Universal monster movies.
1: And didn't they do a what was the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde with it was, uh, it was
2: some lady? Julia Roberts was in it um, I can't remember the name of it Mary Riley That's it That's what it was Led up to the mummy Is that where that stopped in 1999?
1: Man, that's crazy Still no creature from the Black Lagoon Nope Gilman
0: Nobody cares
2: about that I know,
1: right? Gilman gets no respect
2: So as a kid, what was your favorite Universal Monster movie?
0: I want to say Wolfman, but, uh, but, uh, but in my head I just keep thinking Dracula Really?
2: That, that was my least favorite. <laughs> I always thought Dracula was... That's because I just like vampires. Man, the 30s Dracula to me was like so boring when I was a they kid. They are very boring. I loved Wolfman. Like, Wolfman's great. I used like to stay up one. and try to catch the record the... They would play it on Channel 3 at night. Like the old black and white movies would play all night. And I would try to catch when they would play Wolfman. So I'd record it every night and have to record over it.
1: Wolfman And Wolfman Meets
2: Frankenstein Oh that was a good one too And then Abbott and Costello Meets Frankenstein With Wolfman in it Yeah the Wolfman Yeah Lon Chaney Jr. Wasn't a lot of those <laughs> Those Abbott and Costello uh, well, like they, Crossovers they all, Well they always started Serious And then they went A little a little strange Like Bride of Frankenstein and, and then eventually It was comedy Like that's the Trend
1: Yeah That's a, Yeah Yeah That's how Freddy And uh, Jason went as well You know Yeah it's
2: trend in horror. If you have a successful horror movie, eventually it'll be a comedy.
1: Oh, I guess they even went that way with the uh, yeah the werewolf. You had you know you had Wolfman, and I guess he went Abbott Costello. Yeah. And then did they have any werewolf movies again until? Well, then Hammer did some. Hammer did yeah. You're right. The curse Curse of the Werewolf what was that Oliver Reed. So you had that one. Are we counting cat people? <laughs> <laughs> Are we counting werecats? Do, do those count I don't know
2: Probably you not. had American werewolf in London and then the howling the howling right at the same time, and those are kind of funny,
1: those all had those were a lot more comedic than even this movie was, yeah, and this kind of brings it back to the more serious take on the werewolf, yeah, this is the reboot moment of although what yeah i I noticed a lot of the critics at the time were like not wanting to call this a horror
2: movie. Well back then remember like that was the like when Silence of the Lambs came out. Well, it's not a horror movie, it's a thriller. I don't understand how you can call this not
1: a horror movie though or even say it's like oh yeah it's like it's it's rom- it's got too much romance or it's it's too much comedy, it's too much office office politics and but- what no man the guy turns into a hairy beast at the end and he's like fighting another guy and they're biting each other and cops are getting killed and people are getting run over by cars
2: it's just, just because movie. it's done tastefully doesn't mean it's not a horror film oh that's true but it, I mean at that time there was that whole stigma of horror was B B movie is that still the stigma have we grown out of that yet I think we are growing out of it I think it, there's still I think there's still a certain portion of the
1: Cause it, man. Like when Lord of the Rings came out and like Return of the King, you know, because it, it, you know, it had monsters in it. I mean, I know it's a fantasy film, but right. whatever. It's got it's got trolls and all that other stuff. It orcs, they're cool. When that won an Academy Award for Best Picture, I was like, all right, it's over. Here we go. This is it. It's gonna be horror and sci-fi, bro. We're finally gonna recognize this as an art form. It's gonna happen.
0: And it it didn't seem like it did. No, wait, wait for Rise of Skywalker. It's gonna happen.
2: Best Picture.
1: Best special effects, it'll probably win that. Could do that. It'll win that. Nothing's gonna beat it.
2: I can't think of anything else that had that many special effects. Right this year? Yeah.
1: Oh, there was a lot of stuff. Like yeah, like Men in Black, and uh, I don't know why I jumped to that. Nobody saw Men in Black. I about to say I don't
0: think I saw that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, like Avengers in game. Oh yeah, that came out. I still haven't seen that. Captain Marvel. But, yeah, I, I do feel like Star Wars had the best effects out of all those movies.
2: Yeah, the effects were
1: pretty good. Yeah, the effects were good. There you go. Compliment. Rise of Skywalker.
0: Boom. Love. Do you know the shot where they're um, walking out of the house, he goes out and he lights the cigar like his boss is going to give him the bad news? Oh, yeah. It's done in a two-shot where they're walking, and then they do a a blow-up of Jack Nicholson's make it into like a single.
1: Yeah, it's super grainy. It's
0: super noticeable. And I I was trying to think, I was looking at it, I was like, wow, why did that just look like shit all of a sudden? I was like studying it and it's like they, they use that as a transition to cut two different takes together uh, to finish that walk. Because they were like, oh fuck, what are we gonna do? And man, that looks like shit. We still do that today, but man, that looks really bad.
2: I was talking to a guy not too long ago that, he wants to get into filmmaking right and he keeps asking me like over and over what do i do what do i do and i'm like man just go out and make a movie go make a movie because you need to go make the mistakes you're gonna make oh yeah if people teach you everything they know you're gonna make these 60 million dollars these same mistakes (laughs) so go make them so you're you know what they are right and he's like, like what? I'm like, I guarantee you, if you go shoot a scene, you're going to get into the editing, and you're be like, why does this not cut? I need right. something to cut here. I just think it's really cool to
0: see that, though, because I, I saw their method. You know what I mean? Like, that was a fix. What are we going to do to fix this scene? And they, that's what they had to do.
2: Yeah, they
1: had a, a, a lot of problems in the editing in yeah. the post of this film.
2: Apparently, they had to delay the movie by eight months. Something about an audience screening? They didn't like the ending? Yeah, but dude, I have no idea. I like I, Make the eye shots longer. I,
1: I, I, getting this movie on Blu-ray is a, is a pain in the ass. I had to get a, uh, a UK copy from this company uh, called uh, Indicator. If you search for it on Amazon, it's actually cheaper than the Bare Bones edition. It's got a bunch of good uh, special features and, and things like that on it. Nobody mentioned in the special features of anything what the original ending was.
2: Yeah, I couldn't find anything either. The article I was reading, speculation was as broad as they shot some insert shots for the ending, or they shot the last third of the movie again. Wow! Like that's how far apart the speculation gap is.
1: It, well, I, what the producer said was that the they never got. You now he admitted this. He said they we never really got the ending that we wanted to get where jack goes off into the woods and he's going to turn into a werewolf he's like i don't think we properly conveyed conveyed that information to the you know to the audience we did it poorly and that was what they were i guess constantly trying to fix i don't know how much like story wise like i don't know what changed but you would think 8 months
2: something changed
1: yeah i mean you can't tell like the movie doesn't it doesn't exactly land that last note which is a shame and they bring up Michelle Pfeiffer's eyes at the very end they're like just oh let it sit yeah right they're like oh come on look this this is good right this is good she's wearing the contacts you know she's a wolf she's pretty Oh, please let this be the last image you think about when you leave the, no, the theater. The, no, then they
0: show then they show his kind of face, and it morphs into the black wolf, and then back to her eyes, and, and then to it, another
1: shot of her eyes. Yeah, it goes back to it ends end, on Michelle Pfeiffer's face, and,
0: and, and, and then and then that no, it goes to her eyes, and then it goes all the black except for the floating eyes, and then those morph into the wolf that we saw at the beginning, the exact same shot again. Um, no, it, it fades
1: out on Michelle Pfeiffer's face.
0: I, I thought it showed the wolf. No, it does. The what the one I saw shows the wolf in the woods. With yeah
1: um yeah it does a still frame of uh Jack Nicholson's face and on his eyes, they do a match dissolve to the wolf puppet's eyes, yeah. and the wolf howls, and then Ooh. it dissolves to this reverse shot. I guess of like was a POV shot of the wolf. Yeah, it's now reversed, so we're going back out into the woods.
0: Oh, you see, you see the motion, like, yeah. like it's running, yeah. <laughs>
1: and then it's it dissolves into M- Michelle Pfeiffer's and her eyes, her crazy eyes, and that's the very last thing of the movie.
2: You know, leaving you to think she's
0: gonna become a wolf. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be together in the wolf pack. Or is she just
2: pregnant with the wolf baby?
1: No, oh, no, she's, she's definitely going to be a wolf because she could smell that, that detective's... Uh, yeah, what was he drinking? Yeah, I, was, I was
0: joking. I was. Vodka tonic. <laughs>
1: Vodka tonic, that's what it was. Are you kidding me? I can smell it from here. Man, dude, she sold this movie. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I cannot stress that enough.
2: Mm-hmm. So as a kid, did it, like, blow your mind? You're seeing Catwoman and Joker in the same movie? And you know, dude, I didn't even think about it once. Neither did I. I did not. I was
1: really into this film.
2: Like, as stupid as it sounds, I really didn't even think about it until researching to come talk about it. Did I? Like, I would have known it if you'd have said, hey, they're both, yeah, they're both. Well, yeah, it just
0: makes sense. Well, actually, no, the whole time I was watching her, I was thinking, I was like, Catwoman. You know, I was like looking at her, looking at her bone structure and all that kind of stuff. I was like, she looks like Catwoman. But did you, you know? think
2: Joker? <laughs> I never thought Joker. Because he's so damn good, he blends right <laughs> into the character. Now, I did,
0: we had just watched. That's true. He does we- none, No Jokerisms or here. I will say, we had just watched As Good As It Gets, and so the very beginning of it, I was having a little trouble, like, falling in. Because I was thinking of his other character from that.
1: Oh okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the same age range. This is yeah. only like what 3 years away.
0: Yeah. And and so the um <clears throat> yeah, he he looks really similar. He does. Yeah.
1: Well, they they tried to make him look a little bit younger in this by puffing up his hair and <laughs> dyeing it a little darker. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, they get,
2: it grows back cuz he's, you know, becoming a wolf.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's well, how that works.
1: They they offered Jack Nicholson a toupee cuz you know, Rick Baker actually suggested, like, you know, it, when he gets bit by the wolf, he's supposed to look younger in the script. And uh, Rick Baker was like, oh, you know, we can give you these little facelifts, you know, these little wires and we'll we'll, we'll tape your face back and, it, you know, and make you look younger. and We're going to put a to to pay on. And Jack Nicholson looked at Rick Baker and just said, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. You're not doing that to my face. Uh, this is this is what I perform with here, guys. I have
0: to do these eyebrows every morning. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, I think that's why they went with the minimal minimalistic makeup. I think I like is fair, that, though. You know, because you want the you want the performance to come through. Right?
0: Every now and then, there's more. Like there's glimpses. You get a glimpse of a of a further like transformation.
1: Oh, it gets further as it, the it, movie goes. Yeah, he gets hairier.
0: I don't know, it seems like sometimes it's more, and then it cuts in.
1: Yeah, there is some, yeah, there's some moments, I'll give you that. Like, uh, when he's in Central Park, and he's talking to those guys, like, when he, when he, yeah.
2: Yeah. When, when he, he kind of growls out at them, he's definitely more hairy than... Yeah, than he was previously walking into the park. And all right. he just took that is, like, he changed more, and then changed back. It's kind
0: of like in Sleepwalkers, where he looks over and has the little... <laughs> boom, you know, he, like, you know, turns the face. Okay, it's, it's I, didn't, reaction.
1: I didn't like those little weird push in when he's attacking people and into his mouth. I, I did not like that. But that was the only
2: real big filmmaking yeah, thing. See, I, I didn't mind like. it first time I saw it at all. I
0: like the zooms. I mean, they, they 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 kind of catch you off guard, but it's pushing the motion, you know.
2: I wouldn't mind
1: if it was just, it would have been one shot, but they do it. They, they cut they, like they, three shots do together, it, yeah. you know, and it just, it is kind of jarring. I mean that's Mike Nichols' style. He does the same thing when um, Mrs. Robinson comes in uh, when she's seducing, cut, cut, cut. right? When yeah. when she comes in naked into the room and you get the the flashes of her like you know her tits and her you know her ass and her legs. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it works in an action. Okay, it would work in an action scene. I don't know if it works in a horror scene. I n- it
0: never bothered me.
2: Never bothered you. No, I thought it was an interesting... It just feels abrupt, you know? Like, like vicious. Yeah, I yeah, thought true. it was that's a vicious true. little tactic. Little storytelling tactic.
1: Yeah, it's really the only thing I, I... I mean, everything else, man, I think is very solid in this film. James Spader's great. He's so great. Everybody's
2: <laughs> great in this movie. That's true. The plot, The pacing is... I love the pacing of this movie.
1: Yeah, I can't. I yeah, I like, have no I complaints. I love
2: I love how like the stories evolve, like unraveling, and you're you're getting more information as the movie's going on.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'm thinking about the plot. And it's just like you know, yeah, you're saying that it's like it's still two hours long, but it's
2: over two hours long. Is it? Yeah, it's
1: yeah. like two twenty. Man, it does not. No, it's not two twenty. Oh,
0: it's over two.
1: It's gotta be like two o five or something. It Took right?
0: forever for me to get through this movie. <laughs> what are you serious? <laughs> yeah, because I, like, I was going out of town, and it's two hours and five minutes. Two o five.
1: But still, it does not even seem like it's. I, man, I, I thought it was like ninety minutes. Yeah, you know? it feels
2: like about an hour and a half. Because the plot, I mean, the plot is so well done that I mean, you're constantly getting into new information, moving forward, moving the characters into new situations. Yeah. All leading to the barn.
0: I love how the barn doesn't have a top on it, like the cages. So these really badass bars. I like yeah, it's well, made for horses, Yeah, because you know.
2: horses can't... They can't climb. There's no room to run.
0: Right.
1: Oh, I, that, was, that was a cool visual motif. You, I'm glad you brought up the bars, because they, they do that in the production design throughout. They do like these cages and, and bar metaphors. I didn't really think about it until uh, his hotel... Right, but when when he leaves his his wife, his hotel room has these bars outside the window. Mm-hmm. But there's no like catwalk or like fire escape or anything out there. It's like why do you, why do you have bars out there? And then like Michelle Pfeiffer's um, her little, I guess her rich billionaire father's mansion. I guess they have has like a little villa next to this barn. Yeah, and her front door. Has these, like, bar designs yeah, it, it, on the glass. It, it looks
0: like a gel cell. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, yeah it looks yeah,
2: like a cage. You're constantly seeing him through some sort of, like, cage motif.
0: I thought that was great, man. And
2: talking about the cages with no tops, we, we dealt with it in Live Animals by using that you can see over the top and chaining them in so they can't climb out.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah, this was, this was really well thought out. Uh, yeah.
0: I couldn't figure out what he was trying to do. He kept jumping up and grabbing the bars, and I was like, what is he doing? And then eventually he jumps over. Wasn't really playing for me until he actually did it.
2: Because, you know, he's got to build up his jumping force. Yeah. Until he's at full jumping force.
1: Well, that was a, um, I I do know this from the reshoots, that was a studio-mandated reshoot, him jumping over the bars. It cost um,
2: $700,000.
0: To reshoot that? Yeah.
2: Why did they mandate he must jump over the bars? Um, I guess he just... How did he get out before? I guess he just broke through the door. Because he does bend the bars, right? No. The only bars well, that get yeah, bent... Yeah,
1: he would either bend the bars or open a door. That's how well, he got he, out before.
2: Wasn't he just bending the bars in the
0: trailer? No, he tries to push himself through it, but he doesn't do it. But yeah. the, but like when the other ones are fighting, like he throws. Uh, somebody gets thrown into an adjacent cell and it breaks the bars. And I don't like that because it's like if it's so easy to break it that way, he should be able to have already broken it. I bet maybe that's what he
2: did before. I'll bet the original cut showed him bending the bars and then just cut and then they were out in the hallway fighting. Okay. Yeah, I bet you that yeah, that makes sense. And the studio's like, "No, we need to see him get out of that cage."
1: You know, that's one studio note I'll agree with because it is a good moment. You need him to overcome, you know, you, yeah. you know,
2: to it
1: adds a little tension.
2: And you see him, like, hulking up, you know? He's, like, getting his power up. You know, yeah. Don't need his nickels no more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cue the, the slow motion. Uh, As
2: he's sacrificing his humanity for his woman. Yep. Ah, the symbolism here is amazing. Yeah,
1: very, very Beauty and the Beast, King
2: Kong. Still with Jack thing. Nicholson.
1: Well, he's the beast, bro. He's the wolf man. It is kind of crazy they didn't go more over the top with him. That does kind of blow my mind. That, that, that's well, like from, from really From the trailer shocking. you saw
0: from that scene that they cut, obviously there was some stuff.
1: I wonder if they cut that because it made no sense because didn't he say something about uh, Mexican... Mexican holiday? Yeah. Uh, he said Mexican Independence Day. Mexican Independence so Day. That would be Cinco de Mayo, right?
2: Right. Well, right or Cinco de Mayo, The Day of the Dead. No. No, it's Cinco okay. de Mayo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so that would be during the summer. This movie clearly takes place in the winter with all the snow. Unless it... Snows all year round, and unless York. it's
2: supposed to be like six months later, no, because he gets bit in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, I'm like, does the is it trying to imply that it takes a year or whatever? No, it moves to place in a month, it's what I've always thought. Yeah, I'm just throwing out suggestions here, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> trying to
1: make this make sense.
2: Oh, yeah, okay,
0: fair enough. Make the scene they cut make sense, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why they cut it though.
2: Yeah, I would like to know what the reshoots were. Yeah, me like, too. What did the audience hate so bad that made us have to wait eight months to see this movie? Yeah, I don't know. Right now, I'm leaning toward the fight sequence at the end just didn't feel vicious enough, exciting enough. Probably, you know, probably relied on he bends the bars, they fight, but that's just a, an assumption. I have no idea. You know, I don't.
1: I'm not I'm not a big fan of Michelle Pfeiffer killing James Spader at the end shooting him as he jumps up. She's a hell of a shot. Well, I mean, you see that farm she grew up on? Yeah. You know, she rides
2: horses, man. I mean, you know, got to kill rattlesnakes and stuff. Yeah. First come the first <laughs> yeah. time I saw it, I wanted, you know, I, wanted, I wanted Nicholson to kill him. Yeah, I kind of did too. Cuz he, you know, he does the whole he rips the necklace off, so there he's like giving up his humanity to fight for her and like it should have ended with him killing the bad guy and then going off. That's the superhero metaphor,
0: but she loved him so much that you know
2: I guess the, the,
1: are they trying to imply that's when her wolf is coming out because at that moment she was saving him, so she was it was it was so much passion. The wolf came out in her at that moment. I don't know it's because
0: the wolf came in her earlier, <laughs> sure. Wolf. Wolf gum. <laughs> Wolf. Wolf.
1: It's probably a delicacy somewhere.
2: No, nah, I can't get that. He's got like a red lipstick. Y'all remember the movie Team Wolf? <laughs> His dick
0: gums like that. <laughs> He's got the red rocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Anyways. <laughs> Woo!
2: Score's good. Score is good. Oh, yeah. Score's excellent. Inio
1: Americone. He did a good job course everybody knows for the good the bad and the ugly the untouchables right yeah the mission i thought it was
2: a really cool mix of like otherworldly mixed with you know regular movie movie yeah. score
1: i mean it, it really helps the cinematography out for me in those uh in those oh, hunting yeah. sequences like that day for night stuff like if that had action music under it i don't think i would like that or section even, of the movie even the know? like
2: the you know the stuff in the park the score helps the movie. I like, mean, that's what it's there for. Yeah, no, it it yeah, it really does. Um Yeah, sound design's good. Man, it's a good solid movie. All right. I'm going to give it a 9.5. Damn. Wow. Whoa. I'm going that bold on it cuz oh, I like yeah, this you movie are. a lot. I got a lot of nostalgia for this one.
1: This wasn't your wait, We we did a like what? Top 5 werewolf movies. This was your like uh number 3 for you, wasn't it? I don't remember,
2: man. That was years ago. Ah, that was a long time ago. You had it pretty high though on your list, obviously. I've always really liked this movie. I appreciate the I appreciate the homage to Wolfman. I appreciate the doing a modern day version of that. I appreciate the boldness of like in 1994, after the Howling and American Werewolf in London, not going that route and. Making it more subtle and working in the murder mystery and the affair, and I like all that. Yeah, so I'm gonna give props because it very, I mean, you, under a different director, this could have easily turned into a slapsticky werewolf movie, teen wolf,
1: yeah. Yeah, it
2: could've turned it could have turned a yeah. teen wolf real quick, actually. Now that I'm thinking about that?
1: Yeah. They could've oh man, they could have been terrible. Yeah. Middle aged uh yeah, middle aged wolf.
2: <sighs> like, oh it sounds so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it could have happened. Like, you know, You're, with you somebody right. that, you know, don't doesn't handle human relationships that well, it could have turned into like a cheesy werewolf romance. Man, it could have gone so many bad ways.
1: <laughs> oh, it could have been horrifying. Hmm. So close to the eighties too.
0: what are you rating it, Jared? I'm giving this one a seven. A seven? Yep. I think this is a really good movie, man. It's um <laughs> it's it's a fun watch. Uh there's great acting. Uh yeah. It's 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 a really good one. Definitely watch it if you haven't seen it.
1: I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in the middle. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. I really like it. Um I, I do think the, the score and uh, the performances and um actually I'm gonna I'm gonna really single out Mike Nichols as a director. Um you know it's something we didn't talk about that I, I really really love are the the car uh shots. Um you know they they did the the poor man's process and you know with the rear projection but they did this uh crazy thing where you they like projected uh reflections of the trees onto the windshields of the cars and it just looks incredible. It really sells the effect and um I don't I don't know why they didn't do that in movies more often. Like this is the only one I can even think of that they that they did this in.
2: Unless they did it really well on another one and you just didn't know it. I mean, it could have been.
1: I mean, obviously it had to have been done again, but this is the only movie I can think of. Hmm. Or
0: I didn't go back and look at that.
1: Yeah, or ever see? Uh, yeah, they, it's a really cool like setup, like where they you know they have Michelle Pfeiffer in her normal car. They got the rear screen projection behind her, and then they have another projector over top that um, is, I guess it's flash. It's kind of like a strobe. It's I guess flickering with the camera overhead.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I've got a soft spot in me for it's nice for horror movies that feel old school Hollywood. I am I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Cuz like after the 70s, like everything wanted to feel independent and grungy
1: and I mean this this does have a real nice classic feel. It's just it, it is some of those moments... the reason I don't give it a 10 is just some of those moments like those quick cuts when Jack Nicholson's uh, in Wolfman mode, attacking people. I do feel like Mike Nichols in 1994, and I'm not just pulling this out of nowhere. He said so, so much in interviews where I think he felt like he was an old man that was kind of out of touch with the times. I think like CGI came along and it changed filmmaking. And by the time 1994 rolled around, I mean, we're getting close to the mask where CGI is affecting comedies. Yeah. And I think he just wanted to do a, a a big budget like action movie just to see if he could do it. A thriller, a horror film. Can I can I give the audience spectacle outside of drama and laughs? That he was doing great. I mean, he's an Oscar-winning director. I still think he did a great job though with that. I yeah, mean, I mean this is the first time he's ever done that stuff.
2: I mean, even thinking about it now like let's play the what if. Say some young director got the job okay and they know the power of cg in 1994 but they're not steven spielberg who tends to get pretty good cg think about the weird stuff you would have in this movie like transformation scenes cgi jack nicholson there is no transformation scene at all there's just that hand yeah that's it
0: uh, you kind of see, there's one scene where we're kind of behind a bar. There's like a, look, looking through some bars and you can see him kind of transforming th- like his ear. It's
1: with cuts. It's with cuts. They don't do it. There's no transformation. There's no right. like the howling or American werewolf. In you don't Monday. see anything grow
0: out yeah. of it. Yeah. All that's gone. It's not like they didn't have the budget. They
1: had the budget. <laughs> I mean, 70 million, 1994. This wow. is a huge budget.
2: Yeah, it went to the actors.
1: I mean it's still gross like 130 some million worldwide so they did alright. Yeah. There? I mean I
2: I've always liked this movie. It's, it's a good right. movie. It's got a warm spot for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Marcone really really did really good with the score. I think him him and Mike Nichols and and everybody I think they they raised it up. Oh there 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 was a uh, one funny quote uh the producer said on the on the <laughs> behind the scenes he was uh, i talking about the music at the very end of the movie, and he's like, you know, this doesn't have that big action moment where, you know, like Jack Nicholson, when he's he's jumping, we need the, this big sting. And Mike Nichols turned to Douglas Wick, the producer, and was like, great, so you're asking me to be the hack that goes to the producer that says, I mean, the uh, composer, that says, hey, make this scary. Thank you.
2: I'm trying to think, like, is there a werewolf movie since this released in theaters it's really good in theaters oh man I no I don't think so so this is last theatrical werewolf rom. I can't be right rom-com <laughs> well
1: I know it was a lot I mean well I guess those under, underworld movies but those aren't really I don't really consider American those werewolf those are likens bro that's a werewolf I know Jerry <laughs> <laughs> she's like I'm gonna call it a different name and then it's different.
2: <laughs> yeah. What would you say? American Werewolf in Paris. I didn't like it. Mm,
1: yeah, that didn't really hold up. I think this was the la- th- This was definitely the last big. But no, hold up. Bad Moon. Bad Moon, dude. I liked Bad Moon. I love Bad
2: Moon. Yeah, but it wasn't in theaters for very long. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Two weeks and out. Maybe three. If you lived in New York or LA. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird one. Like, I remember the hype for it was all... We, me and my buddy were really excited, and we went and saw it. And it was gone. Like, we we didn't even have time to take anybody to see it.
1: It's got the best poster, dude, for a werewolf movie ever. Oh, my gosh,
2: it's so great. On that opening kill in the tent. Oh, that's when he's just shaking that chick. What's the poster?
1: Uh, It's just the picture he, of the werewolf, but... I, I guarantee you've seen it before. One of his eyes is the moon. And it's like, you know, it's got the fog and everything around it. It's badass. So good. It's so much better than the poster for
0: Wolf. The poster for Wolf is kind of bland.
1: It is. It's just some actors, you know, doing their thing in some shadow. I don't even
0: know if that's the original poster right there.
1: Uh, That's the original uh, theatrical uh, U.S. poster. The international poster is just as bland. It's uh, Jack Nicholson, his face, and Michelle Pfeiffer's at the very bottom, lower third looking up at him side yeah profile. that's the that's the one I've seen more yeah yeah, that's the international poster
0: oh Bad Moon is a cool poster that's badass
1: yeah it's the best werewolf poster of all time it's either that or the Howling it's a, it's a cool movie
2: acting's a little mm,
0: but overall it's a good movie are we done here? I think we are
1: alright well guys you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast if you want to get in touch with us you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com that's Crew. Crew is spelled C R E W E. That's right. X R E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at movie crew pod. And guys, please give us a rating. Please. Review. <laughs> and review on Apple Podcast, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Please listen and rate us on Spotify for sure. And um, wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson, where can they follow you, man? Try Twitter
2: at over Benson. <laughs>
1: And Jared, where can the lovely audience follow you, good man?
0: You can find me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen and on Instagram at CheckTheGate.
1: And you guys can follow me on Twitter at ElkinsEdits. And tonight we're going to be closing out the show with, um... I think we're going to close out the show with track number six from the Wolf soundtrack titled Laura and Wolf United. It's got a nice little bit of that, uh, kind of like synth piano that that pops up every now and again I like that yeah Uh, composed by Ennio Maricone enjoy